Hello, everybody. This is the Whole Shebang Podcast. I am your host, Ben. Yep, and I'm the co-host, Cruz. And today we got a very special episode for you guys today. Uh, we're going to do a lot of things here today. It's yeah. It's going to be a lot. We got, a, we got the 49ers win over Arizona Cardinals on Thursday night. Yep, 28-25. Good win for the Niners. Very good win. Shows another dimension. Yep. Uh, we also got uh, predictions for the week. Yep, NFL predictions. Week. And yes. Week, what, what week is it? Week nine. Week nine? Week okay. nine I think week nine or eight. Okay. And we also got a special preview. We're going to preview the UFC 244 fight card. Yes, sir. The main card. Basically, main card. We're not going to go into the prelims, but we're going we're gonna to preview the... Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about it. Mainly because our guy... Our man. Our man. Our, our uh, best friend. But, you know, we, we see, I've Our seen close him, friend. I've seen him at the club before <laughs> in Stockton. I've took a picture with him in the mall. I've, I've seen, seen him, him running. I've seen him running, I've seen training. Him, yeah, I've seen him Nate at BJ's. Diaz, Stockton's own... 209's very own Nate Diaz is going to fight tomorrow versus Jorge Masvidal for the best motherfucker in the world. Yep, the BMF belt. You seen the belt? Yeah. This shit's badass. It looks clean. <laughs> it's just clean. Uh, it looks like all blacked out, decked yeah, that out. That clean. I ain't going to lie. That's, that's the, clean. That is the clean. $50,000, man. Yep. That's crazy. Creep. And uh, fun fact, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's going to hand it out, right? Yep. He's going to put on the winner at the end of the fight. Who else to hand out the best motherfucker belt than Dwayne The Rock? I know. It goes perfectly. We have the Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's going to hand Nate Diaz a fight. And not only that, Put he's going to hand him the belt. <laughs> and not only that, our very own George Kittle, you know. The people's, the people's tight the end. The people's tight end. Show it out yesterday. Yep. All right. Let's 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 just do this real quick. The the UFC fight. We'll just preview that real quick. Yeah? Yeah. All right, first, let's go. Uh, we're going with the main card. First fight in the main card is going to be Kevin Lee versus Gregor Gillespie. Yep, these are the lightweights. So uh, Kevin Lee's ranked number 10, and Gregor Gillespie is ranked number 11. So they're not that far off. Um, Kevin Lee. Oh, man, that annoying piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's he uh, can talk, man. He's, he's the one. He's the, he's the mini McGregor. Yeah, he, yeah. He has like he brings a swag to him. His last last fight, he lost. Okay. Gregory, last fight, he won. Well, he's 13-0. Yeah, Kevin so Lee comes in seventeen and five. Yeah, that's you know they're pretty identical body wise, same amount of reach. You know, obviously they're same weight. Uh, Kevin Lee's a little taller, but you know Gregory's thirteen and zero, so it's gonna be. I think it'll be a good fight. I feel like this is gonna be. I feel like this is gonna. This is an underrated match. Yeah, I feel like this is gonna be. This is, this is gonna surprise a lot of people. I think just because they're lightweights, but I, think, I feel like this is gonna be a. It's gonna surprise a lot of people. They're both good fighters. Yeah, I don't know a lot about Gregory Gillespie. I don't even know if I'm saying his last name correctly. I know. It sounds like Giuseppe. But, <laughs> I just want to say yeah, Giuseppe. his nickname is The Gift. So, 13-0, that's a gift right there. Maybe he can make it 14-0. But, yeah, that's the uh, the first fight in the uh, main card. Let's see this. All right. So, that's that one. Who, who Who's your – Who do who I do got in that one? Who do you got winning that one? You know, I'm going to say – I'm gonna go with the gift, Gregor Gillespie. He's 13 to 0. Last fight he won. Uh, How old are the fighters? How old? Do they have the age right there? They do not have the age, but he has uh, 40 46 percent of his fights have been TKO. Okay. Um, I mean, he's an, he's a very aggressive fighter. Yeah. He likes to take he likes to take fighters down. Yeah. That's he the thing about this card too. I feel like all this this whole main card is mainly gonna be on the feet. Uh, I don't really think any of them will, uh, you know, go on the ground, well, especially the the last one. I mean, if Nate Diaz goes on the ground, it's over. Yeah, but I don't think he will. I mean, he could. 
They might. They might. We'll they might grab. We'll talk yeah. about him. We get the Gillespie. They definitely watch. He's definitely gonna take down Kevin Lee. Uh, if you've seen his pre- pre- previous fights, yeah. he likes to go to the ground. He likes to take down. He likes to pound and ground. He's got good hands. Yeah, I take. Um, I'll take Gregor as well. I think he's gonna pull this one out, and continue his undefeated streak. Yeah. Next one, we got the Beast, Derek Lewis versus Blagoy Ivanov. We got some heavy hitters on this, this one. Heavyweight. I don't think this one goes past two rounds. Maybe not even one round. <laughs> no, I think two. Two. If they go all out in the first round, second one's going to be it. They're going to be gassed. They're just going to start swinging. You think so? I don't know. I, I, like I hope so. I love to see a good heavyweight heavyweight fight. Uh, they, they, they're so unacted. Yeah. Someone's going to get knocked out. And it's going to be fun. Derek Lewis coming off. I believe he lost his last fight. Yeah, he lost his last fight. Right? Yeah. Wasn't it against Cormier? Um, or Francis Nagano, some something like that. I don't know. But uh What you got on this? Derek fight? Lewis, the 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 black beast Lewis. Okay, I like that. He's I like beast. that. He is a beast. Yeah, he lost to Junior DeSantos. It was uh I remember that one. Okay. Well he's he's uh about six three, his opponent's five eleven, so there's a major high difference. He has a longer reach by six inches. Uh, leg reach about an inch and a half longer. Well, everyone remembers his most 80, famous fight. 86% knockout by uh, Derek. Yeah, he he has two losses in a row, Derek Lewis. He lost to Dos Santos and he lost to Cormier. Yeah. I was right. I remember that. It was for the championship. Well, I'll tell you what. I've seen... Uh, how do you say his name? Blagov? Yeah, I'm going to just say Baga. I'm going to say his Blagoy, nickname. Blagoy. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him fight. Dude can take a punch. Yeah. Dude can take a punch. He eats those things for breakfast. But if you... I don't know, because Derek Lewis, he got them heavy hands. Well, we all remember his fight against Alexander Volkov. Oh, yeah. Man, you thought he was done. He was done. He was done. Nope. That was, that, I remember that. That was crazy. That's what I love about heavyweight fights, dude. You never know until someone's laid out. You never know. They give it their all because they be, they be gassed at the end of every fight. He has some pretty good wins, too, as well, Derek. Derek yeah, Lewis. Derek Lewis is twenty one. He's, 21. Beat, he's yep. beat Roy Nelson. He's beat Travis Brown. He lost to Mark Hunt. He's beat Francis Naganu, Volkov, and then two losses in a row. But yeah, uh, so who who are your? I'm gonna take. Who are uh, you taking in this man? This fight. You know, this is a good one. I I love these type of fights. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. Baga, Black Boy. Yeah, I'm calling his nickname. His nickname is Baga. I don't know what that stands for. Probably killer in like your. <laughs> he's from he's from he's from Bulgaria. So, oh, Bulgaria. Yeah, so I'm not yeah. So look at this. Look at this. I'm oh telling you, uh, he's an underdog. So I'm gonna go ahead and take him. I like him. He, it's hard to damage. Look at, look at this. It's hard to look at him. Oh my! Dude, it's hard to hurt him. All right. Well, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Derek Lewis. Yeah, it's not I'm bad. The big it, boy. it can go either way. I'm gonna take the big boy D. Lou, the beast. Um. I actually listened to an interview of him with uh, Michael Rappaport. Uh-huh. Seems like a pretty, yeah, pretty he's, chill he's dude. Yeah. A pretty chill dude. Nice dude. Easy to root for. And well, yeah, I'll take Derek Lewis. That was, <laughs> yeah. He'll bounce back. Real humble guy, yeah. Next one. This is uh, Steven Wonderboy Thompson. Yep, this is the welterweight division versus, versus the Silent Assassin. Silent Assassin. <laughs> oh, that's a good one right there. That's a nice name. Vincent Luque. Let's call him Luque. Um, Steven Thompson, the Wonderboy, lost his last fight. Um, I think it was a it was a terrible fight. I think 
What did he lose I to? I forgot who he lost to. It was it. W- it wasn't good from his side. Let's just pull this up real quick. Yeah. Uh, on a wrong guy. Let's see. Height wise, they're about the same. Uh, Wonder Boys in his taller. He lost to Anthony Showtime Pettis. That's terrible. Who That's Nate terrible. Diaz just whooped? I watched. I rewatched I, that fight today. You did? I rewatched it. You my, see, my Jesus. Pettis' foot was. Uh, yeah, he he broke definitely. Uh, he, yeah, he yeah, broke that, in the, early in the fight. Round, yep. With that kick, yeah, that definitely so that he, changed the whole thing. Yeah. But when I was watching that fight, I'm, my God, Nate Diaz. He doesn't back off, dude. Nate, Nate Diaz' ground game is insane. I know. I mean, he countered. I mean, he was going half mount. Okay, he tried. Are you trying to reverse that? All right, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse you full mount. Yeah. I mean, he his his ground game was just everything clicks. I, for I was him. watching. I had to rewind it a couple times. I'm like. Dude, his technique. You can the, tell he puts in a process, lot of work, his, yeah. His thought process and the, to switch. It was, I'm just like, I mean, everything that Anthony Pettis was doing, he was countering. Yeah. It was, it was. And Anthony Pettis, that. Showtime Pettis, he's been, he's been up there. Earlier in his career, he was good. Isaac's favorite fighter. Really? No joke, dude. Yeah, he was up there. And then. Back in like, when the UFC 2 or UFC 1 came out, the yeah. game. Showtime Pettis, everything. He yeah, tried, he, he was, tried to copy I, all his I rooted kicks. for him, too. When he, he tried first, to copy all his kicks. Yeah, he was young. He was jumping off the cage and doing a whole bunch of other I know, stuff. I know. That's, that's I was like, oh, I shit, that, that. that's badass. That was fun to watch. Yeah, he was fun to watch. And then after that, he went downhill into the the title fight. And then after that, he went downhill. And I don't think he's ever going to. He won't bounce back. Yeah, he won't bounce back. Prior days. His younger brother's in the UFC also. Yeah. Right? But I don't think his younger brother's not. Not as good as Anthony uh, as Pe- Anthony Showtime Pettis. So, what what are your thoughts on this? this you know what, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. He's been in the he's been in uh, fighting for a long time. Yeah, he's he's had some pretty good fights. Uh, I be- I was watching Most the notably. Uh, the UFC Embedded, I believe, and uh, this will be his 80th fight as a as a fighter in all his life. His 80th oh, fight. Only 36. Yeah. Him and his him and his coach, also known as his father, well, fifty eight fi- kickboxing. Yeah, fifty eight wins, zero losses. Yeah, well, that's what they said is going to be his eightieth fight. And uh, the silent assassin hasn't said one word. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's because he's a silent assassin. But uh, pretty funny here because he's beat Jorge Masvidal. Uh-huh. He's lost to Darren Till, who's oh. on this card, yep. and Masvidal's also on this card. He's all recent too. Yeah, that's funny. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with the Silent Assassin. I don't know, Vincent Luke, Wonder Boy. He's good, but I don't think he's he's gonna fight for. A, he might fight for a belt, but not anytime soon. And when that time comes, his career is probably gonna so be over. Vincent Luke, the Brazilian American, 27 years old, young. He's coming on a wow. He's won a couple his last few fights. No big names here. Yeah, no big names. He's, this is gonna be. Well, he's Brazilian, so you know his his ground well, he's game. Born is, in the United States, but he's Brazilian American. His ground game is gonna be so par. So, scrapping. Yeah, his grappling's looking better. I'm gonna take the Wonder Boy in this one. Wonder Boy. I think he'll. Yeah, I'd take the Wonder Boy. I think the other guy doesn't have the. So far, are we? So far, our picks been different, right? I no, the first we, one the you first picked. One, yeah, uh, we, we both picked uh, Greg. The Gore. gift, yeah. And then the next ones that have been different. Yeah, I think uh, Stephen Thompson takes this one. Uh, it's Vincent. He hasn't really fought too many sh- big, big, big fights. You know, under those bright lights. He's the third fight. You know, third main fight. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Stephen Thompson. 
Next one. This is this is where it gets interesting this here. The co-main, co-main event. event. We've got Kelvin Gastelum versus Darren Till. Yeah, middleweight class. And by now, you, as if you're listening, you probably know Kel- Kelvin Gastelum. He's gonna get fined, or is, is he still gonna fight? Something's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, during weigh-ins. Yeah, I'm not sure what happens. That's all up to Dana White. So apparently, during weigh-ins, he wasn't making the the cut. So you know. In uh, UFC, if you don't know this, if you don't make the cut, they have you strip all the way, and you know they cover you, and then, and then they see what your final weight is with you know yeah, with nothing with no on. Clothes. And uh, that's the um, there was a the Cormier, yeah, there was, <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, a picture of Kev- Kelvin leaning on his coach during the uh, during the weigh-in, and some people were saying that he's leaning on his coach lift to lift himself up to make his his body seem lighter, and he eventually. They said he made the cut. I believe it was 184. 184 on the dock. Yeah, 184. And uh, there's a picture of it if you guys search it up on Twitter or, or you know, anywhere. But uh, I'm not sure if he'll fight. I'm sure. I'm th- I think he'll fight. I don't see why not. Just find the guy. If he loses. If he find if he, you know, if he loses. Yeah, let him fight. He did lose last his last fight against uh, Israel Adesanya. For the uh, the the belt, and yeah, uh, that was a good fight too. Yeah, it was a nice fight. But you know, Israel Sani is a much bigger, longer type Anderson Anderson Silva type fighter, and uh, Ke- Kelvin's more of a, a kickboxing Boxy, yeah. boxing. He's got some. He's Big, got some heavy hands. Yeah, he's got some heavy hands. He can lay lay people out. Uh, Darren Till, he's very, he's coming off a loss too. Versus Jorge Masvidal. Versus Jorge Masvidal. Um, that must have been a while back because Jorge's March, last fight. March 16th. Yeah, earlier in the year. Um, he's a little taller than uh, than Kelvin. Kelvin's a lot. He's short, stocky, a little stocky up top. Yeah. Stick-ass legs. Um, funny thing about Kelvin, uh, his previous fights, uh, if you watch UFC Embedded, he does uh, like a track track run for to drop weight and uh maybe that's why he didn't drop weight this maybe this uh yeah (laughs) but uh when he you see him take off he's in his stance getting down and uh, you know coach says go and you see him get up and start sprinting it is the slowest run i've ever seen as for a professional and like i know he's a a a fighter but like come on man you got to be faster than that it's the funniest thing me and my dad yeah, so we watch that all the time. Whenever he, whenever he's up to fight in the week, it's the funniest thing ever. And uh, you can watch that. Yeah, where do you watch the UFC Embedded at? UFC Embedded is on YouTube. On YouTube, guys. So That's every week, win. yeah, every week of a, of a major fight, um, they'll post a, a video every day of, you know, the uh, the fighters, the weigh-ins, and, you know, when they're signing the, the posters and when they're getting their gloves, you know. Um, oh, sweet. sweet. Yeah, when they're getting sweet, their stuff sweet. ready for the fight. So Kevin Gaslam, Darren Till, what's what do you got on these fighters? Who do you, who, who's who's you're gonna be your picks on this I'm one? I'm gonna pick Darren. You go with Darren Till. You're gonna go to Scalza. Darren Till, yeah, I'm gonna go with the the gorilla. Is his nickname? Are you sure you okay there, mate? Uh, yeah, I'm going with the gorilla on this one. Um, I won't be surprised if if Kelvin knocks him out though, because that got, that dude one got punch. some heavy one hands. One punch, yeah, he got heavy hands. He got he that got one two piece. Yeah, he looks like Andy Andy Ruiz. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah, I'm gonna take the Bay Area kid, man, Kelvin Gastelum. That's yeah, not bad. You know, I take him, San Jose native. It's gonna be some West Coast fight, man. You got mm-hmm. you got Nate Diaz, Kelvin Gastelum, West Coast, man. I really like this card, man. The main card is nice. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be exciting. That's for sure. 
Yeah. But and now, yep. for the main event of the evening, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time! Are you ready? Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. I'm surprised Nate Diaz doesn't have a a, a, a nickname. I was about to ask you that right now. <laughs> no, he, I know he's it's the the Diaz. Kid, it's the Nate Diaz, Diaz Army. You know, I know he calls Nick his Diaz fans, Army. Yeah, he calls him this him and his group the Army. All his fans the Army. But uh, Jorge Game Bread Masvidal, thir- 33, 13, 34, 30, 34 and thirteen. No, says on here. Oh, well, we'll say thirty-four in the win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they sh- they better not. Did the fight happen already? No. Um, man, Jorge's number three, and Nate Diaz is number seven in the. Uh, well, Nate Diaz did. Um, and welterweight. He did take a a three year layoff. Yeah. And he's only fought once versus Pettis. Yeah, and that was a warm. Plus, I'm pretty sure Nate Diaz don't care about any of that. Yeah, yeah he don't give it. Damn. No, he just play dudes for money. Everyone's. You know, chunk. he knows he knows how to move the needle. Mm-hmm. He knows how to move the needle, man. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Height wise, Nate Diaz six one. Jorge five eleven. Weight, of course, one seventy is the same. Yeah. Uh, Diaz has got a two inch reach on uh, on Jorge, and leg reach. Somehow, some way, Jorge has an inch and a half leg reach on Nate Diaz. It's crazy. I mean, he doesn't seem tall. Nate Diaz seems tall, but Masvidal doesn't seem that tall. No, he's only five yeah. eleven. He's about my height. Um. Do you know a lot about Jorge? I don't. You actually kind of put me on. Yeah. So Jorge is from Miami. He uh, he was known as how can we say this? Like a street a street fighter, let's say. Yeah. He uh, was in this organization with Kimbo Slice, where they had you know fighters um, go into a, a, a backyard and. Or some some place, some area, and just you know go at it. No gloves, no equipment, no nothing. People are making bets, and uh, there's no rounds. It's just beating until one person's not on their feet no more, or they can't walk. They're knocked out, either or. But he did that for when he first started, um, which is pretty crazy. That's that's crazy. Uh, he fought uh, Kimbo Slice's right hand man, I believe. His uh, yeah, his uh, I think it was Kimbo Slice's protege. Yeah, his yep. And he that dude was massive, probably weighing at like two forty. Yeah, and Bill's a big dude. Yeah, big Jorge's kid. probably like one seventy at the time, and he was young, man. He man, that boy, the prodigy couldn't even walk after that. But he did that a couple a couple times, and then obviously you know he did uh the amateur where everyone else starts after. Starts off, and Nate Diaz coming from Stockton 209. So Nate Diaz, man. So I, I used to we started watching the UFC like when it started, barely started. Yeah. UFC one, man. Yeah, I remember. We, yeah. we had it. We used to watch it. The funny story how it all started. Yeah, it's <laughs> hilarious. A lot of back charges. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, damn, this shit was not free. <laughs> but uh, so our we used to so we were huge UFC fans. You know when it all started, like when the very beginning, you know it was. There was no weight classes. You had big dudes fighting against small dudes. Yep. Um, but uh, so we so we were huge, you know, USC fans growing up. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So we used to watch a lot of the Ultimate Fighter back when it was on Spike. Yep. Back when it was good. Yeah, when it was crazy. Yeah. Shit was real. That was fun, man. So, and that's where we first heard of Nate Diaz because he was on Ultimate Fighter and mm-hmm. he won it. And we're like, what? Stockton? He's like, from Stockton. We're, who's this skinny ass kid? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, ever since then, you know, we've been big Nate Diaz. You know, we've been big Diaz fans. Yeah, of course. And, his, um, Nick, his, his brother Nate Nick starting Diaz, off Nick first. Nick and Nate. And if, if you really don't know much about the Diaz, like Nate Diaz especially, starting off, he wasn't that popular or that good to begin with. Yeah. Like, he would, he would lose a lot. He would lose a lot, like, in the early 2009s and stuff. I remember that. It kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, dude. Come on, man. Look at him now, man. And then, and then just out of a sudden, like, dude just popped off, and it's, it's been amazing ever since. But, yeah, so we're, we've been huge Nate Diaz fan. I mean, obviously, Stockton, you, you, you do you see him around. Like, yeah. you really will see him around. When you're in Stockton, you Chill will see him around. You'll see him at the mall just yeah. by himself or with, with his – army of and, an, and another thing that you noted if you know like if you look at his fights i mean dude fight of the night fight of the night fight of the night submission of the night fight of the night fight of the night submission of the night knockout of the night fight of the night like dude knows how to put up a show yeah fight of the night fight of the night fight of the night it's crazy how no one really knew nate diaz until, until conor McGregor. mcgregor yeah and guess what we weren't surprised we weren't surprised hell no i wasn't surprised no we weren't surprised it's I mean, you're gonna he, put a dog in with some Irish leprechaun? Come he on, won man. second. He won the second one too, man. He, it was. He, they had to give it. To, they had to give it to McGregor, man. They had to. That's where all the money was at. That's where the all the shit. The, for the sake of the, the UFC, they had to give it to yep. McGregor. And but. then McGregor's out. He did that Mayweather fight. The, the Habib fight. The Habib. <laughs> that was his, crazy. I remember watching that boy, one. Yeah, he was tapping out. And he wasn't even choking all the way yet. And. Habib, man. We all know what happened afterwards, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Supposedly, McGregor is supposed to come back in January. That's the talk. I know. I heard if about I was that. him, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, he's probably jealous that all these people are taking his spot. He's, yeah. He must be. He, that's what it is. Like he's jealous that all these people are taking his spot, and he's not getting any love. I mean, he probably sees all the love Nate Diaz is getting. He's over here socking old men in bars. <laughs> <laughs> drink my whiskey. <laughs> I'm not going to drink your shit. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> like, what? The? Nah, he was he was cool. Yeah. He 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 talked his... He he backed up his talk. So and Nate Diaz, he is fighting in what weight class is this? Welterweight. It's a welterweight, Back yeah. Back to welterweight, huh? Mm-hmm. Because he was a lightweight for a while. He started on lightweight, went mm-hmm. to lightweight. And then he returned to welterweight because McGregor didn't want to come up to lightweight. And now he's staying at welterweight, I see. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. At lightweight, I think he looked too skinny. Yeah, and there was an incident earlier, uh, last week, we were talking about. We didn't know if the fight was going to happen. Because supposedly... Oh, the tainted. Yeah. The cleanest dude in the UFC, and they yeah. really don't tell him that he's got taint meat. Everyone knows. Come on, man. Yeah. Everyone knows Nate Diaz is he just one of the cleanest weed. dudes. <laughs> Not even that. It's some other type of, you know, his brand. This, that should be coming out soon. And yeah, we're going to have to try that. No. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> um, what, what are your, what's your, your thoughts on the fight, man? What do you, what do, what do you expect what, to see? What do you expect to see, man? Tell, tell the fans. Let's see. I see. What's your, what, okay, how about this? What should fans expect from this fight? Fans should expect nonstop brutality. Hit after hit, counter after counter, kick after kick. 
I, I won't be surprised if they're gassed by the end of the, the last round, you know, just giving it their all. I don't expect, I honestly do not expect no one to get knocked out. Because um, Diaz can take a punch and oh, yeah. Jorge can take lots of punches. Um, submission, I don't think, it might go, I don't yeah, think it'll go to the ground. I it mean, might. And if if it does, Nate that's Diaz, Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is going to try to go to the ground. I think he's going to try to stay away from the boxing. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think knowing he, that Masvidal can take a punch like that. Yeah. But I wouldn't be shocked if Nate Diaz's game plan is to take him to the ground. He won't do it right away, though. No. Once, once you know, you give the, the first round on the feet, you see where, where uh, Jorge's at, what he's, what he's looking like. Um, is this a, a five-round five match or a three-round match? I hope it's a five-round. Yeah, it doesn't say on here. No. But these are the baddest motherfuckers in the game. It better be a five-round. Put some respect on their name, man. Yeah. But uh, what to expect? I'd see it going all the way, to be honest. I don't see. I just seen it. I hope it's not some some sort of draw. Yeah, no. <laughs> That'd be the worst thing. Yeah, we're not trying to see that, man. You guys can't split the baddest motherfucker belt. And then we have to that'd refight. That'd be weird. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be terrible. But I won't. I got to say this. I want Nate Diaz to, to win, but I won't be surprised if Jorge wins. <laughs> if he pulls some crazy shit out of his ass and goes all out. Because they're, they're bad dudes, man. And it's crazy. I don't think a lot of people know about this fight. I mean, most of the people here in Stockton are like, oh, Nate Diaz. Yeah, I know Nate Diaz. Nah. He's a UFC but they don't know. It's a big they fight, don't know man. about his fights. About you know what type of fighter he is. They'll probably watch it just to watch it, to you know, because he's from Stockton. But yeah. they don't know too much about UFC. And Jorge, I don't know much about Jorge. I know he's a dog though. He he don't play around. There's a reason why Nate Diaz called him out. Because the. Masvidal is entering the fight right now, favorite, at a minus one sixty-seven. While Diaz is the underdog at plus one twenty-five. See, um, no, I won't be surprised it if it goes rounds. either way. It's five rounds. Yeah, I won't be surprised if it goes either way. And the odds of going the five rounds is a one thirty-nine. Yeah. So Jorge's last fight, you see that versus Ben Askren, the fastest UFC yeah. knockout hit in history. It was yeah. five seconds, and I believe they're trying to make it go down to three seconds because. Two seconds, he was already gone. He was slumped. And uh, Ben Askren's a joke. I believe he's already going to start to retire. <laughs> he lost his he last fight, too. He had one lucky match. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Literally one lucky match. And there was a. Uh, talking a lot of shit, man. Yeah. And no, they don't take none of that. Diaz or Jorge don't take none of that shit talking. There was one fight where Jorge uh, won. Maybe it was the one earlier this year in March. Um, I'm not sure which fight it was, but he won. He went backstage. He was talking to an analyst, and uh, some guy, some one of the, uh, UFC fighter, walks across and says something to him. Just talking shit. So you know, Jorge, he don't take none of that. He doesn't take none of that. So he stops the interview. He walks over there. He confronts the guy, and guess I guess they were still talking shit, and he starts swinging on him backstage. The UFC card. Damn. I, yeah, I've seen that video. Yeah. I mean, these are the baddest motherfuckers in the game, man. This is going to be a good fight. But let's see. 
Let's get to the moment of truth. Who do you got? Obviously, I'm going to go with Nate Diaz. Yeah. I think Nate Diaz is a smart fighter. He's been doing this a little bit longer in the UFC realm. Yeah. Than Masvidal. Yeah, he st- Masvidal started a little later than him. Yeah. But he's been, he's been, you know. Yeah, he's been fighting, but I think in the in terms of UFC, I mean, Masvidal hasn't fought someone like Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz, can, one, could take a punch. He knows how to strategize the five rounds. He has the cardio to last all five rounds. Yeah, dude doesn't get tired. I mean, he don't throw heavy punches, but he's just constantly putting pressure. Yeah. Like, like he showed against Anthony Pettis. He's constantly putting. He suffocates you suffocates with pressure. You, keeps going at you. Those little punches, they're not hard punches, but he nope. knocks people out with those punches. But guess what? Those are points right there. They're points, and he, you know, you, he's, he's a smart fighter, Nate's a smart fighter, I think. Uh, and he'll play a lot on the ground, too. I mm-hmm. think he'll try to Masvidal will I mean he is not a ground fighter at all. The odds that I know that the Vegas odds of Masvidal winning by a TKO submission is plus 1600. 1, God damn. 1600. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're 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 not confident that he's going to go to the ground much. So I look I, to see look for Nate Diaz to take this to the ground. Um wait his time on it, be patient and yeah, yeah ultimately pull out the win. If Nate Diaz starts off very good and tires, you know, gets uh, Jorge tired out the last the last round or two i see nate diaz pressing him against the cage you know just start grappling and you know just throwing elbows throwing those punches hitting hitting him with some knees just tiring him out like he did with uh pettis until all of a sudden he's tired he falls you know there's nothing he can do ref stops it and another thing Mavidal can knock people out Dude. he's got power yeah nate diaz has only lost by knockout once in his career He's got a he's got a chance, man. He's lost once by submission. I won't be surprised if nine losses by decision. Yeah. Or, uh, so, don't expect this fight to end early. Yeah, it's not. No, th- yeah, this fight will not end early. It will. It's, it's going to be a very good fight. It's going to be. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just. Watch out for Nate Diaz. Is uh, his face is probably gonna be a little bloody. All that scar tissue That's he fine. has. Yeah, he, he he's he's okay with that. Yeah, but that doesn't that that doesn't make a Jorge much of a great fighter either if the all his scar tissue makes makes him bleed that much yeah, cause if, you, if you look at the fighters that Masvidal's fought I mean up until Cerrone in 2017 that's his first big fight yeah Cerrone lost to Damian Maia lost to Steven Thompson and beat Darren Till and beat Ben Askren okay okay see so I, I he lost against Cowboy no he beat the Cowboy okay he beat the Cowboy yeah Beat the cowboy. That's that's what I'm saying. Like Nate Diaz has the experience of he's been doing big fights since the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, he's had people on watching him. He's, he knows. And he has his brother with him in this Ooh. in the cage this week. Man, he's gonna show out. He's gonna show out. Yeah, so the Rock's gonna be there. A whole bunch of celebrities gonna be there. It's gonna be at Madison Square Madison Garden. Square Garden, the New the York. Mecca. Yep, New York City. New York finest. The whole car is gonna be good. Uh, even the free fights, the free, the, the prelims. There's the always, prelims. there's always one or two good fights. They're, they're crazy, really crazy fights. You just gotta, you just have to watch, cause you never know what's gonna happen in those ones. We're gonna have to have two V's ready for that game, man. Canelo's fighting oh, as yeah, well. Canelo, gotta watch Canelo move up I to don't 175. Watch, I don't watch a lot of boxing, but uh, yeah, I heard he's moving up weight against up to um, 175 or some. Ukrainian, yes, Bulgarian guy. Yeah, I haven't looked too much into it. I believe I don't know, but I think uh, the guy he's facing is a is a hard hitter. So, well, Canelo can I take think. a punch. Canelo can take a punch. 
Man. I mean, Triple G, he, Triple G gave him some good punches. Canelo can't take a punch because he dodges him. That's the name of the game, right? Yep. Maybe he, he made he, money he, off of that. You don't need to take a punch because you're not going to hit him. I mean, Triple G did get him a few times. Yeah. Well, I mean, he took him like a champ. Yeah. Even against uh, his last five races, I think it was a Jake Daniel Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Canelo took a huge right hook. I'm just like, oh, my God. And after that. Dude, did, that's all he did. Yeah, it wakes him Turns up. Left and then There's nothing straight. but wakes him up. I'm like, what the hell? Triple G did the same thing, too, when uh, Canelo hit him hella hard. That was crazy. Yeah, those that Triple G and Canelo fights, those were great. I watched I, those ones, of course. Because, I mean, I mean, especially that. I mean, Canelo can – I'm pretty sure Canelo punches harder than yeah. Jacobs. Yeah. And for Triple G to just eat it. Yep. I st- I, 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 you can hear – I mean, that's <laughs> – All right, yeah. let's um. Let's yeah, man. Take, uh, all right, next topic. Let's uh, let's just re- let's do a little quick little recap of the Niners' victory versus the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, very close game. Got I got scared a little. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so we're doing this the next day, and as all you Niners fans know, Quan Alexander is out with a torn pectoral for the season. For the se- out for the remainder of the season. <sighs> that hurt. I cried a little. That hurt. Because I loved Quan Alexander. My heart man. dropped. I mean, I Quan Alexander has been amazing. I mean, the energy he's brought to the team, to the fans, to the players, to the locker room. I mean, the fans. He he is the he is the equivalent on defense to what George Kill is on offense. Yeah. And it it just sucks. I mean, even even if like let's just say like he wasn't even like good. Even if he sucked, but the, just what he brings, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but, but the fact that that he was, I mean, his, his uh, he was elite in yeah. coverage. I mean, he was he was the reason why teams couldn't bounce you know bounce back after our big leads was mainly because of him and Warner and their coverage skills. So it hurts not having Quan Alexander there, man. It hurt, it really does. Like he he was doing so good. He he coming off an ACL injury and he playing the way he did. I mean, he goes up there for comeback player of the year. Yeah, it's hard to keep a healthy team throughout the year. Man. It is. It is. This is. This is normal. This is every team goes through these growing pains, and then just the Niners have found a way to kind of, yeah, mask the injuries. But so it's just. I mean, he'll be back next year. He'll be back next year, and he's gonna. I'm pretty sure. I mean, pectoral shouldn't really derail. Yeah, like, it's not like an ACL injury where you know you. His how am I gonna cut? Changes how am mobility. I gonna, yeah. yeah. So that's that's so that's fine. Uh, but yeah, so Quan Alexander is out for the remainder of the season. That that hurts. That sucks. But, but I'm sure he'll be back, legendary. Yeah, and also it's a next man up mentality. We've been know. doing that all season, so I'm not. I won't be. I won't yeah. be shocked if someone comes in and plays well. Yeah, we have uh, Elijah Lee and Al Shire. Is that his name? How, that's how you say it, mm. Al Shire. Who yeah, I think I like Al Shire. and Drake I'm Greenlaw a huge as well. Al Shire fan. Yeah, I'm a huge Drake Greenlaw. Yeah, we we're talking about this talking about this off off the uh, podcast. Uh, so Ben was saying that Drake Greenlaw is going to end up taking Quan's spot. He's yeah, he's gonna he's gonna fill in. Yeah, at that um, will linebacker, that weak side linebacker. And I was saying I'd rather have Al Shire or Elijah Lee fill in. I think Elijah Lee. Would kind of be the obvious pick just because yeah. he played it last year. And he did. He, he did, did not fine. do bad. He didn't yeah. do bad. He was great on coverage. But I think that I think they're gonna go with Greenlaw. One, he is their fastest linebacker yeah. on that team, he, and he's been playing majority yeah. of the year. And he's been healthy. Scratch, you know. Yeah. Elijah Lee's been on the practice squad. Yeah. But you know he's ready. He'll be ready. They're gonna promote him. 
Yeah. But yeah, you I think um I think it will be it will be rotation maybe. Greenlaw at will and then Mark Nazocha at uh not Mark Nazocha. Oh Mark Nazocha's there too. Yeah. Mark Nazocha or Al Shair playing uh, Sam linebacker. But Mark Nazocha, I don't think he's that great in coverage. No, but well, I mean, Sam linebacker only plays about five snaps a game. Yeah. Because mainly they have the dime package and yep. they have uh, Quan Williams at nickelback. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so that's the linebacker situation. Um, earlier in the game, I believe, was it the first play of the uh It was, a, it was the first drive. It was definitely the first, first drive. drive. Um, Kittle hyperextends his leg. It looked bad. It looked like he was in pain. I texted Ben like, fuck. It looked bad. <laughs> it looked bad on it TV. Looked, yeah, it looked bad. I was like, damn, you know. Kato might not come back this game. And I had him on my fantasy team, so that made it even worse. I'm over like, please come back, please. Fuck fantasy at that but, point. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. So, but, but, like, if if he is injured and he know, and he needs the rest, I would be, I would be mind, I wouldn't mind taking the L this yep. week. Yeah, exactly. We lost. You know why? Because Kato wasn't there. Our main receiver wasn't playing. But yeah, but let's let's just uh, let's get into this game, right? That goes for injuries. Kato, Kato's fine. He'll be fine. He'll yeah. play. Hell of a game. Uh, Quan Alexander is out with pectoral injury. He'll be back next year. Yeah, we have some other starters coming back next week. And that's the big thing is that we got – it's basically like a whole new draft. Yep. Oh, Joe Staley, you're ready. He he, he could have played this week, I think. He could have played yeah. this game. I think it would have helped because everyone looked tired. Yeah, I mean, obviously. The three I mean, days. No, you got no, no, no practice, no rest. You go into Thursday night, it's it, – Thursday nights are offensive-minded games. Thursday nights are always weird. Yeah. Thursday nights are – Always weird games, man. It's it's been like that. No one likes to play Thursday night. There's no rest. There's no practice. There's no, really no game planning. Yeah. And Kyle Shanahan said it the best. He's like, Thursday night games are for offense. Yep. And like, obviously the the Cardinals got destroyed by the Saints, so their offense was ready to come back. You know. Yeah. And and it was like, the, oh, we're gonna play against a tired Niners defense. Yeah. And they did. That's exactly what they did. That's why they played in that hurry-up offense. Why, that, their most success came in the hurry-up. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the Niners couldn't change. They couldn't stay, you know, fresh. They were tired. And with that, let's just get into this game. First quarter, um, the Cardinal, the Niners always give up that honorary first drive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, it was, you know, D. Ford had that um, horse collar penalty and then Fred Warner had that uh face mask penalty. That was not a face that was mask. Not. That was not and oh, even the man. even the D four one was kind of soft. Yeah. I mean he didn't pull him down. He didn't do I mean how do you, how are you supposed to you know he's a good actor. I gotta give him that. How are you supposed to tackle, you know a, li- a three little, foot little two squirrel. Exactly. <laughs> As the Forrest Buckner Forrest Buckner put it, a little squirrel running around. Kyler <laughs> Murray looked like Luna, my dog running around everywhere. <laughs> hey Luna got juking skills. No, she's quick. She's you, should see her, you should see her when like five, seven kids chase her. <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious. She would look like Barry Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> she's like breed up versus the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck it. Hey, left, right, juke, left, right, little, little, little bob, little head shake. And then, um, so first drive, yeah, they, uh, I think Kenyon Drake scored. Yeah, I believe it's nothing too impressive. Really it's good to me. see Kenyon Drake on a good. I was offense. gonna pick him up. I was gonna pick him up on fantasy, but I was like, uh, I already tried to pick him up as a wa- I'm wave. He's, oh, um, okay, okay. Don't worry. I thought of the same thing. <laughs> and then the Niners get the ball back, and basically you could tell from the beginning that it wasn't gonna be a run game. No, 
Like the running game wasn't working really well. Especially after the uh, Sunday's game where most of the running backs were injured. Plus, Arizona made it a priority to stop the run. They did good. I mean, they, their, prior, they, they didn't, their priority was to clog the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were selling out on the run. They sold out really hard to stop the night. They did not want the Niners to run. The Cardinals have a horrible rush defense, but they made it a priority to have their interior guys stop the run. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, for the most part, Brito was the only successful running back. I think he had 78 yards rushing. Yeah, and that's not even a good game. No, it's not. And um, But that's what it was. And the Niners, uh, you, know, you can tell very on that the Niners were not going to be able to run the ball well. And the game was going to be in Jimmy G's hands. And boy. And he did just that. Boy, oh boy. Did he he not did disappoint. just that. I mean, he was throwing in lasers, pinpoints. First drive, George Kittle scores that first touchdown, right? Yep. Bye, Buddha. Bye, I mean, Buddha. That, that, uh, I mean, the first, you know, cut he made the, yeah. in the route, I mean, he just completely the took release, him off. Took him the off. Release, took him off. Came across. Caught it. Linebacker's beat, too slow. Beat, beat the first man. Shove in, come, in comes Buddha Baker, and he just shoves him out the way. Like, he just manhandles like, like him. Like check did to. Uh, yeah, to who was it? Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And then here comes George Kittle for the touchdown. Simple, easy. I mean, every week it just reminds you. I mean, just how fast and how strong he plays. He's he's the best tight end. In the league. He's the best tight end in the league. I mean, I'm sorry, but Travis Kelsey doesn't score that. Zach no. Ertz definitely doesn't score that. Evan Ingram doesn't score that. OJ Howard doesn't score that. Darren Waller doesn't score that. Jer- Disley does not score that. No. <laughs> he doesn't. He's injured. <laughs> and he's very slow. <laughs> he's very slow. Jimmy Graham, they'll never score that. Even past tight ends in the past don't score that. Okay, maybe Vernon Davis. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, maybe, yeah. I mean, in terms of quickness, yeah, Vernon Davis is probably the only one that can. Remember, remember Vernon Davis yeah, is down the burners. scene. Just lob it up. He's, that, uh, that game against the Redskins, remember that? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, good times, good times. Yeah. So that's so that was, that was the first touchdown for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, after, after that, that the Cardinals were kind of – they were shut down on offense after that for the yep. whole first half, and the Niners just poured it on. Second touchdown to Kendrick Bourne. KB. Kendrick Bourne. Huge. I mean, like I said in past episodes, dude just knows the offense and he knows how to run great routes. And he catches the ball. Big question in the preseason. Remember, he kept dropping a lot of yeah. passes in the preseason. He kept dropping passes, dropping. Everyone was like, "Ah, get rid of him. He has a. He's got butterfingers and blah blah blah." All season so far in the regular season, he's showed, but he's had a lot of tough catches and he's yeah. made them. I don't think he's dropped one ball so far. He's made nothing but tough catches. I mean, against the Redskins in that horrible field. He was our best pass catcher. Yep, he was, and Richard James was second. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And so there was there was that one, and third touchdown was to Emmanuel Sanders. Yep, Emmanuel Sanders at the end of the first half, right? Mm-hmm. You know when Cliff Kingsbury called that horrible timeout. Yeah, saved our ass. Yeah, he did. But yeah, it was a uh, I was on the one yard line, um, play action. Sanders. Wasn't even play action. Nope. It was just a run back. Uh, Sanders coming. Did you see the play? No. Sanders was at fullback. Was he? Yeah. Oh shit. Sanders oh. was playing fullback. If you watch, he was at fullback, and he p- just leaks out. If if Sanders at fullback, that that should tell you it's not a damn run. 
But he leaks out to the right-hand side. Um, D'Lo, 14 points. Yeah, I mean, he he uh, just leaks out to the right, makes an easy catch. I mean, that was a beautiful pass, too. That's, yep. I mean, he put that on the One dot. One of the beautiful passes Jimmy had. And the then and the fourth touchdown was obviously to Dante Pettis. Yeah. That was impressive to me. Yeah. I mean, he had two people in front of his face, and he just threw it. Lobbed it up. Lobbed it right where Pettis would be, where Pettis will, you know, stay inbounds, makes the catch. Beautiful. Niners up. Mm. 28. Scored, you know, Jimmy G got four touchdowns. Yeah, bad defense by Peterson on that one. Uh, he had a bad game. He had a poor game. Yeah. I mean, he Pettis, was Pettis, man, untouched. Pettis no one paid attention. Just a post. Sanders yep. cooked Peterson all game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sanders just had him. Sanders was doing whatever he wanted against him. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that one play that everyone, you know, everyone's talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't know. There's a couple plays. The, on, the one where he, where he, where he just turns his head and it's right there, or the one. The, where, yep, that's the one. Okay, the timing okay, route. Okay. Yeah. That that. Because there's another play I love that Jimmy had to Sanders, where he trusted him so much he threw it in the middle of four guys. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, was that the third and eleven one? Yeah, that, that was the, the end of the game. The end of the game, 11, the last when, uh, drive. When uh, I think Debo had got called for a false start. Uh-huh, and there was like five minutes left. Yeah, that was a huge play. I mean, and not only that, I mean, Jimmy was he, he was under pressure. Yeah. I mean, his pocket was collapsing quick, and he made that. I love I. It's been a while quick since release. we had a – yeah, it's been a while since we had a quarterback that stays in the pocket like that and knows where everything's at, reads his, you know, his progressions and makes a play. I mean, he when he, and when he's not staring down receivers, look how good he is. It's amazing. Ah man, he's that. I mean, that that one you're saying was really good. I mean, pr- pressure collapsing, pocket collapsing, and he just makes a a wonder throw to keep the drive alive. Third and eleven, mm-hmm. move the chains. Manuel Sanders was huge. Yeah, over a hundred yards passing. But the one that, that had touchdown. the one that had everyone salivating. I mean, <laughs> Troy Aikman was like in awe. Yeah. Was that out route, that uh, timing route. I mean, it looks like they've been playing for five years together, man. That look, that looked like that looked like Montana to Rice. Yeah. It it looked great. That looked like Farvin. Um, that did not look like a week and a half of knowing each other, no. playing with each other. That looked like Matt Ryan Julio level. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> just – I mean – Sanders wasn't even out of his break yet. Yeah. And Jimmy just throws that perfect. As soon as soon as Sanders turned his head, boom, the ball's right there. Yeah. I haven't seen a pass like that from a Niners quarterback. Right in the basket, man. I mean, I, I haven't seen that in forever, man. I mean, and the last time I can think of that was maybe Alex Smith and Crabtree. Yeah. And that's a that's been a while. That was a long time ago. And that was just it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful play, man. I mean those one of the better throws of you know the whole year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's definitely Jimmy G's best throw of the season. Mm-hmm. His best game of the season. That Over three hundred yards th- passing, it, four touchdowns. It was insane. It was insane, really. Just how how. Well, guess what? Everyone still doubts it's the it, Niners. It, for real, though, they do, and it's ridiculous. Like, why? Now they're saying, "Oh man, now the Niners close call to the Cardinals." If the, if Kyler Murray got the ball again. They would have won. Cardinals would have won. Isn't that the whole point of Niners game is to not let Kyler Murray get the ball back? Guess where guess where Jimmy learns it from? Tom Tom Brady. Brady. He learns everything from Tom Brady. 
That's why he's so good. I mean, the dude is a winner. What's what's his record now? Sixteen. He's fourteen and two with the Niners. So that's sixteen and two in yeah. overall. Mm-hmm. Fourteen and two with the Niners. Man, he's a flirt. <laughs> hey, you see him with Aaron hilarious. Andrews? <laughs> that was hilarious, man. Hey, you know, how's it feel? Feels great, baby. <laughs> oh, happy she Halloween. Was she was blushing, man. Hey, anyone would blush. Anyone would blush if uh, I was Jimmy. I dying when I saw that. I was like, anybody's oh, blushing when Jimmy G calls you baby. She I'll be blushing, too. <laughs> uh-huh. No, but, man, Jimmy G. I can't, I can't believe everyone still doubts the Niners. Not everyone. Colin Coward never did. He never did from the yeah. beginning. Oh, the majority of everyone. There's still question marks. He had, a, he had a good segment on Jimmy G today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. that's the funniest seg- it's segment. It's true, though. It's true. I mean, it's like, I mean, you got to have a quarterback face, man. Yeah, so quarterback face, um, he said, is being handsome. Not just being handsome. It's just confident. being confident. It's being confident, knowing you got that it factor. Yeah. I mean, and it is really true. If you look and at if you're it, handsome, you have that confidence. <laughs> if you have the confidence, you have that it factor. That it, you know, it all runs I mean, together. It, you also obviously got to be good. You know, you got to have you know good yeah. arm strength. You got you know, be smart. He said he who he said he said Brady has it. He said Rogers has it. Rogers has Brett it. Brett Favre had it. Brett Favre had it. I thought it was so funny Romo. where. Yeah, I thought it was so funny where he said, there's a couple few guys that don't have it but somehow made it. You know who I was thinking of? Who? Peyton Manning. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking of Peyton Manning. Yeah, Peyton. Eli's better looking than Peyton. (laughs) Eli's got a better quarterback face than Peyton does. But Peyton Manning, man, I thought of him. I was With that red forehead from his. That big old six head of his. (laughs) Man. I was I was trying to think, like, who? who, There's a few, but. Uh, just pay Manning you know, stuck out to me. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, but Jimmy yeah, G. Jimmy G seems to have that if factor. He does. He, I mean, he always did. His first year in 2017. Remember that they had that drive against Tennessee. Yeah. He was wired, mic'd up, and it's just like he just you know, showed that, his leadership there. And then we beat the playoff contenders of the Jacksonville Jaguars. That the game you were talking. at. I was at that game with the shit talking oh, Jaguars. Every time I see Jimmy G after the game, he's he's smiling. Smiling. He's, he's having confident. fun. He, he has. Calm. He it. knew. He knew. He he knows he can put this team on his back. Yeah. He knows he can put this team back, and he proved it. The team needed him. He made. I mean, he his third down efficiency is amazing. He's already. The, he was already coming to the game. He was already the best on third down. Proved it even more. Yeah. He's like, all right, you guys want me to throw for four touchdowns? Boom, boom, boom. Here's four touchdowns. And the first one was all George Kittle. The second one was all him, and mm-hmm. obviously Kendrick Bourne coming down with it. The third one was all him. The fourth one was all him. Yeah. The last drive was all him. Game-winning drive. I mean, let's talk oh. about that. Third, it was a 39. 39. Here Santa. comes, um, no, the one to Ross Dwelly. Well, yeah, the last one. The and last then the one, one before that, when Coleman oh, yeah, pitch Coleman. outside, they tried to. I hate those pitch plays, man. It scared me. I was many, like, fuck, how there's many two time, guys. How many times have I told you about how much I hate the pitch plays? Every week. I swear, I, I don't. I just don't. I'm not a huge fan. Like, if you can do the pitch plays, he's good. They gotta be able to cut inside. No, and not only that is you need your fast linemen, yeah. aka Joe Staley and Mike McGlinchey. It yeah. works when they're there. Mm-hmm. Some, hey, luckily Even it worked. Brun, I think Brunskill had a hell of a game. Yeah, I mean, I think twice in a row I called him out when I was, I was talking about that. Look, look at number sixty making that block right there. Look at him run off and make that block. Dwelly had I, a hell of a game. Blood Dwelly had a hell of a game. 
that last catch. I mean, Jimmy G to, to Doily. Go forward. Get away from the pressure. Pressure's already collapsing really quick. Get mm-hmm. away from the pressure. Make the I mean it looked I thought he was gonna run it in. I was like, don't run, don't run, go down. No, I saw I saw him take the first two sets with my like, okay, he might run it. I saw him look up. I'm like, oh he, shit, Dwelly's right there. He's got to make that pass. But what he did is he brought he pulled brought in the, the he linebacker pulled in the linebacker mm-hmm. into him, and then made the pass to Ross Dwelly. Mm-hmm. And Ross Dwelly did the rest, got the first down, and went down. Smart. Yep. And he knew he knew he won the game right there. Hell yeah, he, he came he up came up hype, hype, spiking the ball, he screaming. That, so that, that's huge. I mean, when you got role players making huge plays like that, it goes a long. That way. goes a long way, and that's that's the main reason why the Niners are. Eight and zero, just beat the Arizona Cardinals last mm-hmm. night. Reinforcement is coming. Yeah, on offense. <laughs> Reinforcement. Reinforcement is coming. is coming. Everyone, stay calm. Backups on the way. It's. I mean, <laughs> we're scary good. Next right. game, we got Monday night versus the Seattle Seahawks. It's gonna be a defensive game. It's gonna be a big. Game. I don't know. I'm not too huge on the Seahawks defense. Well, for our defense, it's gonna yeah, be our, our defense. defense is gonna be huge. Man. That's it. That's all for anything else you want to talk about the game? Um, nah. You want to give out a game ball? Game ball. Manuel Sanders. Manuel Sanders too. Was, yeah, I think he was. I mean, there's a. Oh, I'll just say this: without Emmanuel Sanders, they don't win that game. Yeah. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Without Emmanuel Sanders, they don't win that game. Do you agree? Yeah. He gets himself open so easily. There is always two guys around him. Every, 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 uh, just about every play. And the trust that Jimmy has in his receivers, man, it's incredible. Incredible. And George Kittle says it. He said it. He goes, I don't know why. Did you watch that post game interview on, on, on NFL Network? Uh, I rewatched it this morning. I on saw, YouTube? I saw all those fans. That was crazy. Yeah, all these, all these, all these they're Niner going, fans. It's funny because all the, all the, the, the people talk to the analysts, they're like, what? They've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. Niners fan. That's how we do it, man. We Niner travel and we're lit. Empire, baby. So but, your uh, game balls, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, game balls, Emmanuel Sanders. I'm going to be cliche. I'm going to give it to Jimmy Garoppolo. You have to, man. You have Jimmy to. Garoppolo. Best game of the year. You have to give it to him. Uh, defense really struggled. I think that's why no one really gets the game ball on defense. I think yeah. D Ford had a really good game, though. Yeah, great. I think D Ford had a really good game. Uh, Buckner had a huge game too. Mm-hmm. Bosa was quiet, but that was that had to do with him getting double teamed a lot. Yeah, and he yeah. did gain chip by the tight end man. It's you can't expect them much. Him. You can't expect. They're, much. They're, I mean, they they were scared of the Niners D line in general. I mean, they were trying to get the ball out quick. Yeah. Yep. So that's why defense really struggled a lot. But yeah, I'm gonna get to Jimmy Garoppolo. Good game. Ball. I think he had a huge game. It's big. I think it's gonna be big on his confidence, even though he already has it. But it's gonna be. They, he's he's gonna be there, you know, when um uh, when they need him the most, and he he will he will. He'll do fine. Yeah. So obviously, that's gonna be a recap. So we're gonna go ahead and go into the uh, NFL predictions, and obviously we've picked. Obviously we're gonna pick the Niners. Exactly. Yeah. We're not going Thursday away. night football, and uh, so far we haven't been wrong with the Niners. <laughs> so far we have so not. far we're eight and zero. But uh, let's see. Next game, let's get into the predictions here. We got the Texans versus the Jaguars at London Wembley Stadium in London. London. That makes a huge difference. It does. Right now, uh, Houston's favored by one point and a half. That's a that's really only one and a half. Yeah. Man, but I'm gonna have to go with Houston. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> go with Houston as well. I don't I don't see it being a blowout either. 
I think it'd be closer than what a lot of people expect. Yeah, so you, you're, you're liking that one and a half line then, aren't you? Yeah. You know how to bet? Do you know how the debating lines work? I do not. I do. I, I know a little bit. I learn my ways. Yeah. I'm learning slowly. Tickets are as low as $27. Hey, trying <laughs> to go? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one we got is uh, Washington at Buffalo. Buffalo's at home. Buffalo's a 10 and a half favorite. That's crazy. I've got Buffalo. It is going to be the first game where Haskins is starting. Dwayne Haskins is starting this game. Um, but I don't think they have enough weapon, weapons on offense to make a huge difference. So I'm going to go with the, the Bills on this one. Me? Ah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo. I don't think Dwayne Haskins is ready yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo, really good team, really good defense. Yeah, I'll give it to Buffalo. Okay. Uh, next game, we got the Vikings versus the Chiefs in uh, at Kansas City. Um, oh. Mahomes is still out. The betting lines are not not on here. That must mean it's probably even. Wow, that's odd. Even. I'm gonna have to go with the. I mean, obviously, Chiefs without Mahomes and then Minnesota coming with a little bit of hype. Yeah. Who you got here? I got the Vikings. Oh, you got the, wow, really, the Vikings? Yeah. I hate to say it. Interesting. You know what? They haven't been playing that bad. I'm going to go with Kansas City here. You know, I wouldn't be surprised they if look they win really, either. They look really good. Well, Matt Moore, Matt Moore didn't look they too didn't bad. They do bad, yeah. Against the Packers that last week. And uh, Vikings, the Packers' just, defense is not no Vikings defense. Surprisingly, the Chiefs are 1-3 and three at home. That's terrible. That is terrible. Especially since they have such a good home court, home field advantage. I mean, their fans yeah. are crazy. But, yeah, so you got the Chiefs. I've got the Vikings. Next game, we've got the Jets versus the Dolphins. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Jets on this one. Uh, Dolphins are still 0-7. Uh, they're probably going to be 0-8. Probably going to be uh, no wins maybe by the end of the year. Um, Jets are 1-6. But, you know, they have their, their quarterback back. They have uh, Le'Veon Bell. They have some weapons on offense. And their defense is not that bad. I'm going to go Miami. Uh-oh. Upset. Miami hasn't played bad the last two weeks. Who would they play? The, the they played, Redskins um, and who? The Redskins, and they also played a winless team. Who was it? Uh, Washington. And they easily could have won both of them, but tanked it away. You just said Redskins and Washington. You just said the same team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so they played Washington, and then they played um, Pittsburgh. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jets oh, yeah. are not scary. And they make just as many mistakes as the Dolphins. Yep. So yeah, I'll pick, I'm gonna pick Miami. That's my upset of the week right there. Miami. It's not bad. They, they don't. They just lost their running back. Um, do you know who the running back is? The Dolphins. Yes, I did do because I picked them up. Oh, okay. So you really, you well, really I mean, believe? I mean, Kenyon Drake wasn't playing much anyways. Nope. He didn't. Do, he did not do good with the with the Dolphins this year, last year, and all the other Walton. years. This? Uh, Mark Walton. He's gonna be the running back. But, yeah, so that's our predictions for that game. Uh, next game, we have the Bears versus the Eagles. Um, this is a division game, I believe. No. No, not no. For, they're e- not in the same division? No, Eagles play in the east and the Bears play in the north. Okay, well, uh, Bears are 3-4. and four, Eagles are 4-4. Four and four. Um, The game is in Philadelphia. Philadelphia comes in 4.5 favorite. I'm uh, going to go with Philadelphia. 
Um, I don't like Trubisky. I believe the Bears fans don't like Trubisky either. <laughs> um, they need to put in uh, what's the um, other quarterback for Chicago? Yeah, Chase Daniels. Daniels. They need to put Daniels in. He struggled against Oakland. Remember that? It was in uh, London. Everyone struggles. Okay. Yeah, um, I also got Philadelphia on this one. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't like Trubisky as well either. It's, I mean, Trubisky is just. Ah, he is bad. I mean, the fact that Chicago passed up on him. <laughs> oh, man, I just got a text from uh, one of our subscribers. If he's listening to the listening to this, uh, his name is Sean. Just sent some uh, a picture <laughs> in our group chat of the Niners celebration. I have gotta say, uh, stop hating, man. <laughs> Niners, I know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so you got the Eagles. I got the Eagles. I think uh, I don't like. I'm not a huge Trubisky fan. I mean. The fact that they passed up on Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes to second overall to pick <laughs> Trubisky. Yeah. Not a good look. Not a good look, man. Does not look good. And I'm pretty sure they're kicking themselves in the feet for that one. <laughs> hey, but if they want Nick Mullins, I mean, if they want C.J. Beathard, because that was in the talk, C.J. Beathard going to Chicago. If they want C.J. Beathard, we're more than happy to give him to you guys. Oh, we'll give you guys um, for free Nick Mullins for who, who's oh. Mack. Who says no? Straight swap, man. Who says no? <laughs> That's all I know. Nick Mullins for, for Mac. Who says no? And then next one, we got Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. The line is even. What the freak? Yeah, I'm taking the Colts all the way, man. Exactly. I mean, Colts are playing without T.Y. T.Y. Hudson's going to be out for three weeks. Well, what? Earlier even? in the year, he wasn't playing that much also, I believe. But, you know, these Colts are contenders for right now in the AFC. They're That's maybe strange. top top even, three. Even is weird. That's what I don't yeah. know. I don't agree with that one. Yeah, I mean, we're, I think we both got Indianapolis. Yep. I think, all right, let's go on to the next one. We're running a little long here. We're already at one hour. An hour. Jesus. Yeah, let's let's run this through. Uh, yeah, Tennessee at Carolina. <laughs> Quick, go. I don't want to. I'm going to pick Tennessee. I, wide receivers are up and coming. They got Ryan Tannehill throwing a lot better. But they are at home, and then the Panthers are coming that off a true. terrible loss. Um, Detroit versus the Raiders. Uh, I've got the Lions. It's going to hurt to say. I'm going to take Oakland. Uh, don't, don't. Uh, Come on. I oh, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, next game, we've got the Bucks versus the Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm taking Tampa Bay. Seahawks, I would, I would, Seahawks are at home. Yep, I, I wouldn't like be surprised. Them at home. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks pull one out their ass. Tampa they did. They did with the Rams. Um, next game, we got the Browns versus the Broncos. I got the Browns. Let's go, Ricky. Ricky. I got Cleveland as well. They they have to bounce back sooner or later. Yeah, and then this is the week to start. This is the week. Uh, Broncos are sitting. Joe Flacco is out with injury, and they're gonna have like some sixth round rookie play. Hey, if they want Nick Mullins, give me a call. <laughs> Nick uh, Mullins for Von Miller. <laughs> and Chubb. Who says no? <laughs> Shit, we already took Sanders. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we some players on defense. That's funny. Uh, All right, Green Bay at Los Angeles Chargers. Green Bay. Darn it. I don't know. Yeah, Green Bay as well. Green Bay. Aaron Jones. Ooh, Patriots versus the Ravens. Let's go Ravens. I'm going Baltimore. Let's go I Ravens. Mean, Las Vegas knows it's not easy. They got New England at three, three point favorite. Ooh, yeah, and it's a They're Baltimore confident. home game. That's gonna be the one to watch. Uh, Cowboys versus Giants. I got Cowboys. 
Yeah, I got Cowboys as well. That's Monday night. So that ends. We got four teams on by the Falcons, the Bengals, the Rams, and the Saints. That ends our predictions. That ends this episode as well. Thank you guys really for listening, man. We really appreciate all this support yeah. you guys are giving us. This might be uh, our longest episode this ever. This will be the longest episode ever. Uh, thank you guys for staying this long, man. Yeah, make sure you guys uh, tell your friends, tell your family. And then for all those that lasted this long, we are giving away 50 bucks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just to see if you guys are listening. Um, text one of us. Um, Text one of us to host your bang. Hit us up, hit us up on uh, in, on uh, social media, man. And we'll let you take a picture with us. Yeah. <laughs> you can come on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. You can come on the podcast. And I know there's a few of you guys that want to come on the podcast. There is. Uh, we appreciate that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, with that being said, we're going to wrap this up. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for some for some more. Um, Catch us on social media. I am at HeartbreakBen15. Uh, you can find me at the Cruzo on IGN on Twitter. Um, it's going to be a while since uh, we do another podcast, I believe, because Niners are playing Monday night, so maybe... We can fit one in. We'll probably do something. Okay. We can we'll talk we some can, we can bas- talk. we got to do, bas- do basketball in review. Yeah, we're probably going to be crying in that one. Yeah. But uh, thank you guys for listening, man. That is the whole shebang. Uh, Peace. Bang, bang, we out.